Jesus is not mentioned by name in the Old Testament, but he is there. How can we help our children see Jesus in the Old Testament? We all know that parenting is hard work and life can get busy. We've done the research to help you. So let's dig deep with Leanne Mancini and work together to help you raise strong Christian kids. Jesus announced to the Pharisees, you study the scriptures diligently because you think that in them you have eternal life. These are the very scriptures that testify about me. John 5:39. Jesus reminds them, and beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. And that's in Luke 24, verse 27. Most Christians hopefully understand that all of God's holy scriptures point to Jesus Christ and are, in fact, Jesus. John 1.1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In this episode, it's going to be more of a mini Bible study of how we can find Jesus in the Old Testament. First, we look for types, those whose lives are symbolic of Christ. Christ is the anti-type. Many of the Old Testament figures' lives point to Jesus. Also, the angel of the Lord is understood to be Christ. If we can find Christ in the Old Testament, we can help connect the New Testament to the Old Testament, showing our children that Jesus is, in fact, the living word, and not just a man who came to save us from our sins long after man was created. We will also see where Jesus reverses what the fall had done to mankind by understanding what one man did in the Old Testament points to what Christ has done. Let's start with the bride of Adam. Why didn't God create woman from the dirt of the earth? You know, I've often wondered that. Well, many say she came from his side to be his helper, and you would be right in thinking that. But again, everything points to Jesus. We have to make sure our children understand this. Think about it. Adam, a sinless man, was put into a death-like sleep. His side was pierced to bring forth the substance to make his bride. Then he was resurrected back to life, and when he saw Eve, he called her woman. Does that sound familiar? Jesus, a sinless man, was put to death. His side was pierced to bring forth the substance to make his bride. Then he was resurrected back to life. And when he saw Mary Magdalene, he called her woman. That is so cool. The creation of woman was done in a way that pointed to Jesus. Jesus, after all, is the new Adam. Adam is the type, and Jesus is the anti-type. How about the fall of humanity? Even the verbs of our fall point us to Christ, what he said and did. In disobedience, Eve took the fruit and ate and gave to her husband. So she took ate, and gave. Jesus, after fulfilling all righteousness at the Last Supper, broke the bread that represented his own flesh and said, take and eat, and he gave to the men who were with him. Jesus took the bread and gave it to his disciples to eat. Jesus said, take, eat, and he gave, reversing the verbs of our fall. How about Noah? Let's look at Noah. How does Noah point to Jesus? Noah was a righteous man, blameless in his generation. Jesus also committed no sin. Noah prepared an ark for salvation, and all were safe behind that closed door of the ark. 
And Jesus says, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. Noah received a covenant of peace that was given through the sign of the rainbow. And Jesus sat down at the right hand of the rainbow throne, having made peace by the blood of the everlasting covenant. Sometimes we forget that there is a rainbow around the throne. I know I did. And kids love rainbows, and so do we. I love to see a double rainbow. And apparently a double rainbow signifies new beginnings and transformations. The sacrifice and deliverance of Isaac has Jesus written all over it. Here are some of the parallels. Now think of Jesus as I list the details of Isaac. Isaac was the promised son of Abraham. Abraham, in obedience, offered his son as a sacrifice. On the third day after Isaac was ordained to suffer death, his life was spared, which is a type of three-day resurrection. Because he was as good as dead, right, until God intervened on that third day. Isaac carried the wood up the hill. Isaac asked his father, where is the lamb to be sacrificed? Abraham answered, God will provide a lamb. Notice that Abraham believed God would spare his son. Isaac went willingly to lay upon the wood to be sacrificed, just as Jesus did on the cross. Maybe for this story, draw lines on a paper to connect the verses for the children to see. Do a parallel piece of paper here, parallel sections of the New Testament and the Old Testament. Another good story is Joseph in his suffering and glory. You probably know this one well, and it may be a recap for you, but again, listen and think of Jesus as I highlight some sections. Joseph was the uniquely beloved shepherd son of his father. Joseph was rejected by his brothers. Joseph was betrayed by a brother named Judah and sold into slavery for silver. Joseph was unjustly charged and condemned. And I like this part. Joseph asked the cupbearer to remember me. Jesus asked his disciples at the Last Supper to remember him. How about Moses and Jesus? Again, we are listening for Jesus in the story. Moses was delivered from death and exalted to the royal house as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Moses became royalty. Moses met his wife at a foreign well in Midian. We recall Jesus met a woman who represented his bride at a foreign well in Samaria. Moses had compassion on Israel because they were like sheep without a shepherd. Sound familiar? There are way too many more comparisons to list regarding Joseph. If you reach out to us, we will share the rest with you. We can find Jesus in the Ten Commandments. For the law of God is eternal, and the Word was with God and is God. Children love to hear the story of Samson's strength. Where do we see Christ in this story? How about the angel of the Lord announces that his mother will bear a son who will save Israel and he will be betrayed and delivered over to his enemies and he is blinded and mocked. The story of David and Goliath, which is probably one of the favorite biblical stories children love to read or hear. You can see Jesus in this story. And if you want to hear more about this story, listen to my episode 31. I have some really great, interesting facts about David and Goliath that you may not know about. And let's not forget that Jesus did appear in the Old Testament. Dr. Walter Kaiser from Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary states, Jesus is first seen in the Old Testament as the person who appeared as the angel of the Lord. 
in his sudden confrontation with Sarah's maidservant, Hagar. That's in Genesis 16, verse 7. Thereafter, he continued to appear throughout the earlier books of the Old Testament. These real occurrences initiated by God were characterized by the fact that they were convincing revelations of his person and work, as much as they were also transitory, fleeting, but audible and clearly visible appearances. He came temporarily in the form of a human, much before his final incarnation as a babe in Bethlehem. Yet this same angel of the Lord is called and is addressed often as the Lord Yahweh himself. Be sure to check out our show notes where we will list all the Bible references to these stories. Have fun looking for Jesus in the Old Testament. This is a wonderful way to help your child understand that the Old Testament and the New Testament are one story that all points to Jesus, our Lord and Savior. For parents, Calvary Chapel has a really great article, Christ in the Old Testament. And the very best resource is the Watermark Gospel. At watermarkgospel.com, these short cartoons for adults and children are outstanding. They really are. You have to check it out. Think Bible Project, except it's all about Jesus in the Old Testament. Jesus is a watermark on every page of the Old Testament, and I'll have a link to the watermarkgospel.com. On our website, Raising Christian Kids, we have free resources for the prophecies Jesus fulfilled for children, and we also have the Ten Commandments for Little Ones. I hope you took away something new, and remember that we never, ever stop learning. And this is how we all work together to raise strong Christian kids. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.